And welcome to Nerzo Square Circle. We are your hosts. I am Snarf Chris. And this is Sam Kiss. And we are back. We took a little break. We I did. Hate us. Back from outer space. I just came we here to see that look upon your face. Wow. Um, but we're back. Uh, we'll probably be taking another break here soon because my wife is about to have a baby. <laughs> Congratulations, man. Yeah. It's in. It's you're like next week, right? It's it's soon. Yeah. I mean, she can walk in the room right now and tell us, "Hey, we gotta go to the hospital." Oh wow. So so we cut this short. That's what happened. If you're hearing this, that didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we built the baby bed yesterday. Oh, you built the baby Rebuilt bed? Rebuilt okay, okay. the baby bed for the third time, because it's my third kid, obviously. You didn't, like, varnish and create the baby no, bed? No, 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 It's For some reason, we saved it. Like, we were going to give it away to somebody, but for some reason, we didn't. And thank God, because um, I would have had to buy another one. I, uh, I'm also going to be having a baby soon. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, oh, and you also got engaged this week. And I got engaged. Yeah. <laughs> Last week. <laughs> to the same person I'm having a baby with. So but that's good. So that's, that's good. good. Yeah. That worked out. Yeah. We did we did things in a little bit of a different order than the norm, I guess. So congratulations. Thank you. Um, But we were, uh, she has a baby bed that was her baby bed as a kid that her grandfather oh, really? had. And apparently it was not only her baby bed, it was her mom's baby bed too. Wow. It was like made in the 50s. It's like one of those old like Italian handcrafted will last 200 years kind of it's really nice really heavy to pull out of the attic but it was really nice 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 um before we get too much farther into it go follow us on facebook and twitter we have our own facebook page too oh i love it too so uh you can follow just our antics into the world of wrestling mm-hmm. uh, we post a bunch of wrestling news and memes and we probably need to start posting up more of our opinions stuff up there as it's happening but we will start doing that go follow us that I don't think anyone that listens to this podcast cares about her opinion. Debatable. <laughs> Debatable. <laughs> um, go follow the other podcast in the network, uh, Someone Nerdy Radio and Future Flex with Billion. And uh, we're back. Like I said, we'll try not to take... Every time you say we're back, I want to say from outer space. Don't Someone did that to me it. last night, and then they didn't know what song I was alluding to either. Nice. So you've been really busy with wrestling stuff, too. Yep. Yeah, uh, Wildcat just had a show in Georgia in Cornelia, Georgia, which was so crazy. It was, I don't know if the landmark arena is where AJ Styles learned or like if that's where he's from, but it's uh-huh. right next to Gainesville. Okay. So I know that he performed there a lot and all kinds of people. It was, it was one of the, I think it was, if not the main, if not one of the training schools for WCW in the late nineties. Okay. One of the, the, the powerhouse, I think is what they called it. Oh yeah. yeah it was yeah, one of the places okay. they used that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's been around since then. So, and it's like a converted old church. It's, it's such a great, great venue. They do shows like almost every week. And it's always got great. a wrestling ring in it, right? Yeah. 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 It's a, it's a, it's a standard setup arena and the show went really well. The Pup Patrol versus Stevie Richards and then Luke Hawks teamed with his son. Same oh, match, that's cool. okay. which is really cool. They're going to be doing that same thing during WrestleCon. With the international flair. Yeah. So it's weird because cool. it's, it's, um, the Knight family, it's Paige's brother, Paige's brother yeah. and his son. And then Bastia 66 and Damien 66, that's cr- so crazy. Every right. time, Wild, uh, Bastia works with Wildcat a lot. And every time I'll like see, even be promoting myself or see anybody advertising with the picture of Bastia on it, they do, he does the face paint instead of a luchador mask. He does like the devil, like a skeleton mm. face paint. And people always think that it's his dad. It's like, oh, that's got to be. It's like, no, that's his dad. And then, so it's, it's cool to actually see them actually finally working together on the same show. I've never actually seen his dad work. So pretty cool. excited. 
yeah, WrestleMania is uh, turning into a uh, a pretty busy weekend. A crazy weird sh- weekend. So, um, the first I've been telling you because the, the the show is that it's my first WrestleMania weekend, so yeah. I'm trying to take in as much as possible. Obviously, everybody on this show that listens knows my favorite promotion is uh, New Japan. Mm-hmm. There's tons of New Japan guys coming I to know. the city. They're coming to me. They're it's, coming to my town. It's weird to think that I don't think of Kenny Omega as a as a New Japan guy, mm-hmm. even though he is a New he Japan is. guy. There's it's because he's from Winnipeg. It's it's that's I guess that's kind that's of weird. racist <laughs> that I just like it's like if you speak English, it does. I like like that. That's what's crazy to me is that even just in general, how crazy it is for wrestlers to be able to be mixing together where you don't even speak the same language. Mm-hmm. That blows my mind that someone who speaks Japanese exclusively can wrestle in a triple threat match with a guy who speaks English only and a guy who speaks Spanish only, and then the match goes off without a hitch. Mm-hmm. And they can't... I don't know how they're communicating with each other, other Uni- than like a bi- trilingual referee or something. Uh, universal language, man, wrestling. Yeah. So. so that alone is, is really... It, it adds a flair to it that you have such an awareness of... People coming in from all over the world. They always do, but it just seems like it's it's particularly big this year. So a few weeks ago, Reb Pro announced that Suzuki and uh, Zack Sabre Jr. Mm-hmm. are actually been doing defending shirt. their tag team belts yeah. at the Reb Pro show. And then last week, um, they announced Ishii is going oh to God. be there. And Ishii is one of my favorite Ishii New is Japan like, guys. Ishii is so. definitely my favorite New Japan guy. Um, so... That's this turned into a must see show. I still probably won't buy a Stone Pitbull t shirt because they look they look like an old college fraternity sh- logo. I, I really want an Ishii shirt, but that's what holds me off too. Yeah. So. <laughs> so yeah, that's 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 gonna be there. Abushi yeah. has been announced for the Ring of Honor show. Yeah. Um, Nakamura obviously I think is gonna be there, and I'm sure there's gonna Not be Nakamura, some more. Tanahashi. Not Nakamura. Tanahashi. Yeah. yeah. Um, Nakamura will be during WrestleMania weekend too. He's fighting. That's true. Whoever's WWE champion. At WrestleMania, which is also AJ insane. It's going to be AJ Styles, but I mean, <laughs> um, it might not be, quote unquote, you know, some things could change. So yeah, yeah WrestleMania weekend, I'm, I'm super excited for already. Do we want to put plans down so we can have people come up if they want to like meet yeah. with us? Once we get closer, we're going to announce what shows we're definitely going to be at. I mean, I'm definitely going to be at the Wildcat show on which, Thursday, Thursday night, which yeah. is then, which is at the WrestleCon, which has the WrestleCon Super Show afterwards, which is going to be crazy. It's crazy that that's all happening on Thursday. Mm-hmm. You know, NXT's blowing up has really altered the way they do the weekends because it used to be just Sunday's WrestleMania and no one books shows during that time because yeah, people go to there to see yeah. WrestleMania. So people always filled up Saturday, usually as an alternative to the Hall of Fame because that's all WWE offered before WrestleMania for a long time was just going to the Hall of Fame and not everybody wants to pay to sit in an arena and just listen to people talk. I, I like it. I'm not going to go this year. I would go um, if there wasn't other things we were doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, there's so much more wrestling going on now. And so it got booked to, bumped to Saturday. So then when they started doing NXT, that got bumped to Friday. So it's crazy that now it's like they used to do stuff on Thursday where it was just like a couple of smaller shows. But the WrestleCon Super Show is one of, if not the biggest show of the whole weekend. And it's happening on Thursday. So it's already... And I'm pretty sure that's to show Kenny Omega and Ibushi are tag-a-teaming on with, uh, against the best friends. That's, I would, I'm pretty it's sure it's going to be on any show. show, it's going to be that show. So that's the Thursday night. Yeah. God, I'm going to be busy. No sleep. Yeah. And drinking. Yeah, there you go. You're driving me around, so it doesn't matter. So Wildcat, WrestleCon, Kaiju, Big Kaiju, Battle. Impact. 
Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor. So much stuff. The fact that Impact's going to be there is so crazy. Yeah, Impact's having a show on Friday night. Yeah, I think so. Jeff uh, Jarrett's going to be going into the Hall of Fame while man. that show's happening. That's so weird. Jeff Jarrett is going into the WWE. I Hall still of don't. Fame. Be- I feels. I feels. That seems like a weird thing. So I saw the graphic first. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody, one in the group, sent it to me, and I'm like, "Oh, that's fake. That's yeah. no way. I'm like, that's not." impossible well it seems so surprising because someone broke the news i think a couple weeks ago that 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 they heard a rumor, a rumor that that was gonna be the one and it immediately got shot down yeah, like no way as let's go obvious through the, false. the list of things of why that can't happen yeah but you know this a few months ago um wwe paid jeff Jer- paid for jeff jared to go to rehab that's true so i mean he could have been trying to mend some bridges and well dixie carter was in that documentary they did about kurt angle which was weird enough on its own i think they just i always thought they just brought dixie in is just like this that little fuck you like yeah to tna you know that's the only reason i ever thought they did that well they've become so much more relaxed it's hard to explain to because emily will see all this stuff happening and it's hard to explain to someone who wasn't part of the world before yeah how crazy it is for WWE to even be acknowledging anything. I mean, I remember a few years ago when they put out that documentary about CM Punk and they used Ring of Honor stuff. Yeah. And they they, they reached out to say yeah. TNA. So. And that, and see they they they'll talk about New Japan, they'll talk about Ring of Honor and stuff now. They still will not talk about TNA. Mm-hmm. And but Jeff Jarrett in particular, it's not that he was the founder of TNA, which is in and of itself bad enough. He f- he quit out for like fifty thousand dollars. Well, see, now that's never been officially confirmed. Jeff Jarrett always said that that's not what happened, but he that wasn't even the first time that he left yeah, WWE. Yeah, he came to WWE, then he left, and then he realized that WCW sucked, so he came back to mm-hmm. WWE, and then was again upset at his position and was Intercontinental Champion. And I, and I've heard you know there's also like because Vince Russo left at the same time, and clearly he was high on. Um, Jeff Jarrett because of how they were using Jeff Jarrett at the time and how he would eventually be used when the two of them went to at WCW to form everyone's favorite NWO, NWO 2000. The silver spray paint. <laughs> Gotta love that. It had Bret Hart in it. Can't, it it, did could, have it Bret couldn't Hart be in terrible, it, yeah. said someone. But that he, his contract was expiring so he held up Vince McMahon essentially saying that you have to pay me X amount of money or I'm leaving and not defending the With belt. The belt. And then he would drop the belt to China in the, I think, the Good Homemakers match, where they had all the, like, kitchen sink and flour and yeah, baked, yeah, you yeah. know, really all the misogynistic stuff. Man. Now, that's a rumor, though. The and 90s. then when the WWE bought WCW, he, Vince McMahon, on air, said, Jeff Jarrett's not coming. Like, you're fired. You Screw that guy. And kind of, like, did a whole rundown, you know, on him. And then Jeff Jarrett went and found a TNA. And then, you know, the whole stuff with... I mean, I don't know if him and... If Jeff and Kurt get along now after the whole... Yeah, he's married with his wife. Because I don't... ex-wife, Kurt's right? ex-wife. So, there's In a lot... In real life, still. Yeah. Right. So, there's a lot of weird... You know, if there's anyone that had a, a big old list of baggage for having issues to work with anybody in the company. So, it just... It leaves the... Now that this is happening, I, I don't know. I don't... Anything can happen. Uh, they also announced uh, Ivory is coming in. That's really great. Which is uh, Stevie Richards' um, partner and what was the name of their team? The Right to Censor? Right to Censor. I loved I loved yeah. her. Stephen Richards in, in general in Right to Censor yeah. was great. I was watching an interview with Bob Holly recently talking about working with Stevie Richards and how he doesn't get he didn't get the credit. And I've never really thought about it that way because 
when I was a kid and I was watching like the Attitude Era, I just hated all the heels because I was just a little more kid. Yeah. And I've never really thought about how much heat that Stevie Richards got while he was in Right to Censor. And he was all he was doing was was basically doing what WWE does now, you know, Right to Censor one, <laughs> they went PG and everything he was in, like, you know, it's you know, making fun of Billy Gunn for calling himself Mr. Ass, and that's very inappropriate for children. It's like, that's true. But it's also like, shut up, you know, you're wearing a necktie and wrestling you're wrestling in a necktie. It's always what stands out in my head now as the uh just the, the their song. That's not a song. <laughs> that noise, I mean. Yeah, the worst entrance music ever. Which you, is so awesome. If you've it, never heard it, go listen to the Right to Censor's theme nah, music. I'm playing, sure there's 10-hour play, ones. It's playing right now, actually. Yeah. That, that, this sound. And then, and then during the Attitude Era, there was also, it was the era of the Divas and the bra and panties match and things mm-hmm. like that. So then Ivory coming out and being dressed in her conservative, almost like, you know, door-to-door Bible salesman kind of outfit and doing all that stuff and then they acknowledged her rivalry with china too which is which is great i mean it's sad that it seems that once people pass away then you can talk about the only time that they're allowed to talk about them um and ivory even older than that she was in part of glow yeah she was a part of the original cast of glow which is really crazy oh i loved glow yeah did you finally watch glow i watched it when it came out yeah okay yeah yeah. I watched it that that same week i think i finished it i love allison brie i loved allison kong on on it too yeah so that's her it's gonna be a crazy weekend. Crazy weekend. You know, Jeff Jarrett's technically a member of Bullet Club too. Oh, shit, he is, huh? Yeah. He only did it one time, <laughs> but <laughs> but he's also technically Bullet Club. Did you hear that uh, Hulk Hogan was going to be in Bullet Club? Uh, I think for this past Wrestle Kingdom. He, uh, yeah, I think what I've heard is that he made an offer to them yeah. to appear, and it's like for his tag price dollars, of, like, so. of, of three quarters of a million yeah. dollars to just be there in a shirt. Maybe and waving he, the flag behind Marty Scroll or the Young Bucks or something. New Japan obviously turned it down. And they were thank like, no. God. <laughs> so well, I mean, Hulk Hogan is a big name in the history of Japanese yeah, wrestling. Obviously, too, yeah, obviously. I mean, he had. It's not just like I'm Hulk Hogan. I want to go to Japan. Yes, yeah. he was big there. So for a long time, like hey, he had stints in the '80s. He had stints just a few years ago, even. So, but I'm sure the so thing how, you're most excited about is Cody Rhodes versus. Kenny Omega. Yeah, you, how 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 much have you been keeping up with all that? See, I don't keep up with being the elite. You're you're the being the elite guy. I've yeah. I've already made my piece, which you know, if I ever meet the young bucks, God forbid you bring up all this. But I don't I don't dislike any of the guys. I just I think if I had to pick a team, I would probably be on Team Cody and not on God. Team Elite. I'm just I just I'm God. just saying why? What is wrong with that? I'm not supposed to pick the side. You're supposed to pick sides, right? Yeah, you're supposed to pick my side. Well, I mean, everything's fine. There are no sides. Fine. Everything's fine. So, obviously, they're going down the Cody and Kenny thing. They've been building up for a whole entire year, really, for this. Cody attacked Ibushi in the ring a few months ago. We saw that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Well, they had the Wrestle Kingdom match and everything. Yeah, the Wrestle Kingdom match and the night after that. And then Cody and Kenny finally got into it, into it. So they are having a match on WrestleMania weekend at Supercard of Honor, uh, the Ring of Honor show. Finally. Finally, it's going to happen. I mean, they've been building to that for a while. Since I mean, the, this is... This he was is... teasing the, the towel throw during the the Broadway that Kenny yeah, had yeah, with Okada yeah, yeah, yeah. almost a year ago. So, so yeah, this is... this, And it's crazy how much momentum of all this, and this is all non-WWE. Because a lot of times... The weekend of WrestleMania, it's just that they're doing a show, mm-hmm. not necessarily big angles yeah, or things like is, that going into it. This is a pay per view for Ring of Honor. I mean, so. Ring of Honor is, I guess, you know, the Super Cod of Honor is, is one of their bigger shows because of the awareness of it because they're doing a show 
with WrestleMania. Last year they had the ladder match with the Young Bucks and the Broken Hardys, mm-hmm. who then had a ladder match the next night, night, night at, before, yeah. at WrestleMania. So yeah, we're going to be in the ring. I mean, we're going to be not in the ring, good God, no. Uh, we're going to be in the arena while this is happening. Yeah, I'm, awesome. I'm super pumped up for this one. So yeah, but all the storyline, them building it up, all the press conferences and this kind of the Being the Elite TV show, uh, YouTube show, it's been, I'm... I am more pumped up for this match than I have been for a match in a long time. Do you think that that's overshadowing the build for WrestleMania in terms and for WrestleMania for WWE? Because we've got a pay per view coming up that's going to be the last one before. Yeah, WrestleMania. see, at the moment, I don't even care about any match that's at WrestleMania. Well, you, you got to care. For one thing, there's not none announced other yeah. than Nakamura. We know he's having a match and probably Os- against and AJ. Asuka. And we don't know who Oscar's fighting yet, so I don't really care about that one yet. So yeah, I you know, Supercard of Honor so far is my WrestleMania weekend match yeah. show of the weekend. So mm-hmm. as normal was a, a New Japan show. We get New Japan shows this weekend too. Mm-hmm. We got the uh Honor Rising. Did you see the Okada and Sonata match? No, I did not. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. You you really need to go back and just at least watch that match from the okay. uh, from uh, from the night. I don't know. Sonata's too pretty. Oh, Sonata's awesome. I don't like all the pretty. I mean, I, I say that, but I'm he's a big. Pre- what are you talking about? I really pretty. Like, I like Finn Balor. He's too attractive. He's got. I don't like, like his be- anime hair. He's got like a beat-in nose and cauliflower ears. Okay, fine. So yeah, New Japan's been great. Like it's it's still everything's great. It's 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 overwhelming that everything t- is almost great. SmackDown is still a bad show. SmackDown. I haven't even been able. Raw to... has been awesome. Mostly because of Braun Strowman, so yeah. uh, everything Braun Strowman's been doing lately, yeah, has been his awesome. double bass guitar God. was particularly amazing. That, he didn't even need to say anything; he could have just been sitting there holding that thing and then gotten got up. up. Got, yeah. yeah, whoever is like controlling Braun Strowman or writing for him mm-hmm. really understands what they need to do with him. He's let's talk about this when we yeah we're gonna go we're gonna take a break right now we're gonna come back we'll talk about raw and smackdown and do our predictions for elimination chamber all right are you troubled by a lack of common interest in your social sphere do you experience feelings of nostalgic sentiment in your day-to-day life do your family or co-workers not understand your quotes quips or references If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute pick up the phone and download the nerdiest professionals in the galaxy Somewhat Nerdy Radio. Our nerdy and informative hosts are available 24 hours a day on your favorite podcast app to fill all your super nerdy needs. Good Good journey, nerds. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio, Future Flicks with Billiam, and Nerds of the Squared Circle on iTunes, SoundCloud, your favorite podcast app, or stream us at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. Do you ever wish there was an easy way to find out what movies are coming out without having to go through the pain of Googling it? And did you ever wish you could get some random nerd's opinion on those movies? Well, your wishes have come true. I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, and I have a new podcast called Future Flicks, where I talk about every movie that's coming out during the week, and I throw in some opinions, facts, and even the occasional recommendation. So check out Future Flicks on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Talking about um, <laughs> Elimination Chamber. Elimination Chamber. Monday Night Raw's Elimination Chamber. So this is one of two of the last pay-per-views that are going to be separated. Mm-hmm. 
Um, oh, I heard about that. That did not last. That did not take long at all. So a little over a year, mm-hmm. right? So from now on, all the pay per views are going to be cross branded. So See, when I first heard it, I thought that it was just going to be the first pay per view after WrestleMania New, would be so all pay per views from now on, and they're only going to one pay per view a month. So thank, thank God. God. So see, I think that that's what they need to do. When they did the brand extension before, they still did twelve pay per views. Right. And every other show was raw or smackdown right except for the big four just like they do now Mm -hmm. royal rumble wrestlemania SummerSlam, and survivor series so raw would go two months without a Mm pay-per-view and what would usually happen is that whatever they would still do the four-week build structure it's just that then after four weeks instead of it being a pay-per-view it would be a a pretty big big episode of raw a pretty big episode of smackdown during that time that's where brock lesnar and kurt angle had I you know that an Iron Man match on SmackDown. Oh yeah, those yeah, kinds yeah, of yeah. things. Eddie Guerrero and Brock. Yeah, well, that was a pay per view. Was that a pay per view? That was a pay per view. That was no way out. The same time period. Oh okay, okay right before okay, WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Elimination Chamber. I don't. It's you know the, the 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 match the time between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania is weird because things can change, but it's usually the when they do change is because the it's already written on the wall. When Stone Cold won the Royal Rumble back in 2001 and Kurt Angle was champion that could have been the match but everyone you know the biggest match they could do would be The Rock versus Stone Cold and then sure enough in the pay-per-view between The Rock won the WWF championship so it's the same kind of thing where they spend all of this time trying to misdirect you like they're doing this seven people in the chamber so that no one thinks it's going to be Roman and putting all the focus <laughs> on other people particularly Seth Rollins yeah. Just like with on Fastlane, yeah. AJ Styles, you've got the Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn stuff to make it seem like, like it's it going to be one happen. of them. And then they just add Dolph and Baron to make it seem like, well, who could it possibly be? And then you point to Kevin and Sami as the strong ones amongst the field when reality is, is that AJ is going to retain. Win. Yeah. So it's it's this weird game that they play where it's almost like you'd think it would be simpler to just put the Royal Rumble just and then have WrestleMania be the next show. So Raw recently has been my my favorite thing going on <laughs> i don't know what happened smackdown has just went downhill for the past couple of months i don't know what that is it's just got boring i don't like it's on and i'm just fast forwarding through it everything mm-hmm. which was the opposite because it was i was fast forwarding through a lot of raw mm-hmm. but now i can i can really bring myself to finish the SmackDown. women's division is i don't want to say a joke but it feels like every week is just all the women wrestling each other in one match yeah, it's they have no idea what to do. And then, you know, it it's never good when it feels. It's the same. Th- we got the New Day versus uh, Gable and Shelton, where the New Day wants to. They're the new number one contenders, which it feels like we Again. just did the Usos mm-hmm. versus the New Day not that long ago. And I thought that part of that was that was going to be the last time that they wasn't that part of the stipulation. I mean, obviously they ignore those things all the time. All the time. It's just retreading ideas, that kind of thing, and which is sad. I mean. And I, but it shouldn't feel that way. If Kevin Owens Which and is, Sami Zayn are a team and they're in the main event with AJ Styles, that should sound like the biggest. That should sound like, and in hindsight, maybe it will. We'll look back on it and be yeah, like, we should appreciate awesome. yeah, this yeah. more. I mean, looking back at it, I mean, I mean, looking forward, it, this is the reason why the brand split for this pay per views is going away. So one of the yeah. reasons they're 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 saying is every single pay per view for the past year has been almost the exact same thing. Yeah. Um, it's been AJ or Jinder mm-hmm. fighting Orton, Orton, Kevin Owens, yeah. or AJ, yeah. and that's really your top four guys. That's been 
fighting over and over again. Well, I mean, there was a... And then on the tag team side, you look at the same thing. It's mm-hmm. the Usos fighting New Day every single paper. But even if they do, but that's the thing is that even if they make it both brands, it doesn't make that they're interbrand matches. It's just that yeah, they're but it, both it gives the opportunity on. to be there in the pay per views yeah. no matter what. Even if you don't really like SmackDown, mm-hmm. well, you're still gonna watch it because you're gonna like the Raw pay-per-view or it's the opposite way they did uh when they did the brand extension back in 2002 they had it's the split for a few years and then they revitalized ecw in 2006 mm-hmm. and they had their first well they did the one night stands which did really well because those felt like genuine old school ecw mm-hmm. but once it got into what's been effectively referred to as wwecw and the notorious december to dismember show did so abysmal and at the same time on SmackDown, I don't know if it was this Undertaker was hurt. They were trying to push their great Kali. People were, were injured left and right. Booker T was their big world champion. Mm-hmm. It got to the point where they weren't carrying shows as well. That the main event, they kept getting John Cena to appear on SmackDown pay-per-views just to get the draw. So then after WrestleMania in 2007, they did it where they did away with that pretty quick. So so the whole brand. Ex- extension where they only had brand only pay-per-views only lasted for a few years even with the original brand split and that way they can put like one ecw match on all those shows too so it was only a matter of time i just thought that they would hold on to it i guess for a little longer yeah and i think it was just that it was too many it's like every two or three weeks is too many too often like we, we we do the prediction shows on here so it always stands out a little bit more in my head just because it we're always doing something yeah there are times where we're handing the belt back to each other within like a week. Yeah, like here. Mm-hmm. So it's it's constant. It's constant. Well, and it's hard for your average person that does that actually has a life. I'm not talking about us and the mm-hmm. people that are listening that are re- like real big wrestling fans, and that's all you watch is wrestling. But think about the guy that just watches. Well, I'm just gonna watch Raw or SmackDown every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got a pay per view this weekend. Oh, and next weekend. Mm-hmm. It's hard to keep it's up with it. It's too. It's it's a. They're still experimenting with what the best way to function the WWE network is. Originally, mm-hmm. you could tell that the idea was well, we the best way to sell the network is to not just say it's only wrestling matches. Let's and then they so they did like the surreal life, mm-hmm. the surreal you know the uh, Legends House thing, which I and like. all kinds of shows that were not. That had wrestlers in them, but were not just about wrestling. But then none of those shows did very well. So then it turned to focusing more on the NXT experiment, which is having exclusive content of just wrestling on there. So they started doing more tournaments. You got the Cruiserweight Classic, the Mae Young Classic, the UK Tournament, all the bigger and better um, NXT shows and things like that. But then the, the negative side of those things is that now you've got three hours of Monday Night Raw, two hours of SmackDown, an hour of 205 live. Now you got the Mix Max Challenge. You got NXT. And then, on top of all of that, if you're a hardcore wrestling fan, you're watching other wrestling promotions or watching other things on the WWE network, old school wrestling, things like that. So it's just, it's so much wrestling that the, the priority is not on the pay per views because there are just so many of them. So if they were, you know, like, especially when there's so many happening all the time which just got worse too because ring of honor just started their subscription service everybody's got a subscription service so now, now. I, yeah well i have everybody's subscription course, yeah, service yeah. <laughs> so because now i have ring of honor new japan and wrestle i mean uh, wwe which has turned into tons and tons of wrestling which i'm happy about wwe will not have a pay-per-view pretty much every weekend now yeah so i'm, I'm happy about the 
to 12 a year. But it's just if it's it's not special if it's happening all the all time. All the time. It just seemed like it was another show. So it was, it was a SmackDown show. Mm-hmm. It was just like another SmackDown. Which is like, it's like the, the Monday Night Raw, the, the idea of having a big match or a big angle to start the show and then having what you would argue is a filler match of, of some lower to mid-card wrestling matches on the show makes sense for the flow of the show. You don't go to an action movie and expect the guys to be fighting from the second the, the opening credits go to the end, there's going to be lulls. There's ups and downs. That's that's the expectation. But because people watch so much wrestling and there is so much content, and that's not just wrestling. That's just, you know, how people watch television now. More and more people don't even have cable. They just watch stuff on Hulu or on Netflix and things like that. So you're just fast-forwarding through things. So you don't have time to watch the stuff that's just filler. So you just skip it. And then if there's too much filler, then you just turn the whole thing off completely and you just wait to find out half the time i just i don't i if i don't watch it live and then the next day i haven't been spoiled something because something isn't trending online i don't even go watch it because apparently nothing 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 happened happened. so the the biggest thing that's been happening for you know obviously the past couple weeks braun Strowman of yeah is the most over thing ever ridiculous what was it it was was it last year no it was two years ago was it last year or the year before where it got leaked that they wanted to do Undertaker versus Braun, Braun Strowman. Strowman. And, and they wanted to do a Lesnar. And everyone freaked out, out about it. <laughs> like, no, that can't happen. They pulled the plug on it. They immediately it. pulled yeah. the plug on it. Which was good because yeah, it, good. it meant it's that the they really that didn't happen. want to ruin Braun. Yeah. I was at a Jacksonville like NXT live event back in 2015 or something. where he Because he was never even on NXT television. He was in developmental. Mm-hmm. And he was in like, a tag match. And you know, towering over everything. He barely did anything. But everyone thought, like, what is going on with this guy? He, you know, should be at least on NXT. And then a few months later, he showed up as one of the Wyatts, which I love that they won't acknowledge that at all. That's just I think as if it didn't they're, happen. They're saving that. They're, he's, with him versus Bray? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I can't wait for it to happen. They'll go back into that, I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Because so. they're on the same brand. It, it, I'm, I'm glad they finally did the thing with the Shield, too, because it's just, it always, it's weird when people clearly have history and they're on the same show, and they don't ever acknowledge it. All right. So yeah, his stuff's been, and then um, the double base, the with double Elias. base was awesome. Uh, and then Elias is mm-hmm. super over, and I've never been so happy to be right about a wrestler. One of the only, I'm gonna, I would argue, the only pure heel in the WWE right now, other than Miz. But yeah, well, see, you know, the Miz, the Miz has got a. It's almost got a Kevin Owens things going for him now. He does, which now. is that yeah. when when Elias was in NXT, for example, he came out and debuted, and I remember people complaining about. I remember at the time people thinking that NXT stock was kind of going down at times because the shows weren't as consistently good because they had because people were comparing them show to show, and if it was Samoa Joe versus Sami Zayn in a two out of three falls match one week, that was really strong, but then the next week it was main evented by Elias versus some NXT jobber. It's like well. What is this? Because Elias has a very, very limited moveset. It does not mean that he doesn't know how to wrestle. You didn't know that at the time, but the truth is that he's just playing a pure heel, which is that you're not supposed to like what I'm doing. And I knew that because when I went to NXT Dallas, he got booed out of... It was like a pre-show match, and he got booed out of the building. He couldn't even... You couldn't hear him singing. So he's not... He's getting over by choosing to not have anything likable about himself. The Miz has ramped up his character where people respect how 
Strong he is on the mic. Yeah, yeah. His in-ring is improved. Pro- the problem with Kevin Elias. Owens is an asshole, but his yeah. in-ring stuff is so flashy at yeah. times that you like what he does in the ring too. But Elias is getting to that point too, where no people are about he. The people aren't booing him now. Yeah, that, yeah. He's, he's he's having to like call people basically ugly and stupid mm-hmm. to get any kind of reaction, negative reaction out of people. Yeah, no one's putting their phones away. They're you know waving them in the air or clapping along with exactly. his song and things like so, that. It's a weird, but he's got that more. It reminds me of when DX. Uh, did their second run and they were heels where they'd come out and everyone would chant along with the new age outlaws ladies and gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages stuff or xbox would come out or triple h and they would do the x pyro and everyone would cheer but it was like this weird like understood agreement of like we're going to cheer for you while you en- during your entrance mm-hmm. but then the second that's over we we're going to boo the hell out yeah. of you and that's basically what happens because they cheer him while he's mm-hmm. on this stool but then no one's cheering for him during his match yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm happy to see where he's at right now. I'm I'm happy with everything on Raw. We're gonna start doing our predictions and just go ahead and start getting into it. But the 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 main event of this, the actual elimination chamber, is there any doubt in anybody's head who's gonna win that? Well, it can't be Roman Reigns because he lost at the <laughs> very beginning of the gauntlet match. On oh, it's Raw. gotta be Seth Rollins because he looked really strong on. He Raw. really did look really strong on Raw, though. I I mean, I'm sorry, Jason Jordan. It's, you never want someone to get injured. No, no, that sucks. He was already a substitute for the fact that Dean got injured, injured and they yeah. needed something to give to Seth. And the fact that they basically kind of threw their hands up with Seth and was like, well, we got to do something with him. And that's kind of made that his story, that he's tired yeah. of not having something to do and he wants something to do. I like his new Monday Night Rollins merch. Mm-hmm. I do think it's weird that they had a match a few weeks ago where the winner got to come out last in the chamber and then they had a match between Miz and Cena where the loser had to come out first in the chamber and now the chamber is going to start with seven with three people and then but then the week the raw before the show where everyone in the match knows that the winner of the this weekend show gets to fight Brock Lesnar and they all know they're going to elimination chamber oh I I already with no with no With nothing on the line in this gauntlet match, how would it instantly why just lay down? The, yeah, why is this the longest See, match in Raw? It's the longest match in Raw's history. Mm-hmm. I, if it's a gauntlet match, it's not. Even though they are individual matches, that whole it's one all match. six matches is yeah. one match. And I just thought, I mean, I thought it was awesome because it really kind of drives home See, that I competitive it, spirit thing. I guess it was really. It would have been really smart of a character like Miz to instantly mm-hmm. walk out to the ring and lay down. Yeah, exactly. Just, like, hey, just cover me, or maybe I'm Elias. Elias, yeah, yeah, and just instantly be like, I'm not wasting energy on this. This is for nothing. Well, actually, that's what I thought was going to happen. I thought because well, he Seth fought Roman first, and that went what 45 mm-hmm. minutes, yeah. and then he fought Cena, that went you know for a half hour or something. Mm-hmm. I think he spent like, what, 105 minutes in the ring yeah, total, something did. like that. So then when Elias came out, I knew it was going to be, well, he's not probably not going to fight Finn unless Seth's just going to win this whole thing, which would be insane. It was like, Crazy. you can't, like, how, how, you know, you only have so many moves, you only wrestle for so long, um, that I thought it would be very clever for Elias to come out and just let him pin him and pin him. just leave and know that because he, not just pin, but then let Seth pin him, which means that Seth is going to be in the match even longer. Mm-hmm to hurt his opponent too and then have you know Miz be do the cheap win and and which is what they ended up doing at the end with Finn where Miz cheated one and then had to fight 
Braun. I also I also knew that there's no way this isn't Andy with Braun Strowman exactly, coming out to murder yeah, whoever yeah. it is. Um, let's go ahead and start getting into some of our picks now. So the first thing that is on this is there's only four matches. Woken Matt Hardy versus Bray Wyatt. Yeah, there's four only matches. four matches. I'm sure there's got to be the tag team that's going to be matched. Do you want to make predictions for matches that haven't been acknowledged yet? So who would isn't the bar and the club? Aren't they having a well, match? The, I mean, uh, aren't they feuding right now, I guess? They're feuding, but the revive, oh, the yeah, rival revival. and the club weren't on Raw. Well, a lot of people weren't on Raw because well, there was the like match. a two-hour match. Yeah. That's what was so weird is that the, the women's Elimination Chamber match feels like it didn't get very much build because that all of Raw was built just toward the Elimination Chamber. So you just had the weird promo between Bray and Matt. Lots of laughing. The, the Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the bar versus Apollo Crews and Apollo. Titus... Apollo Cruz. He's not Cruz anymore. It's just Apollo. They it's dropped, just Apollo. They dropped Cruz. Okay, so Apollo, Apollo, Apollo. and Titus. Oh. Titus Worldwide. Yep. So no revival, no club. We're on Raw. I didn't see it anyway on Hulu. Okay. So. <laughs> well, the but Titus Worldwide beat the bar again. So if anyone has a more direct uh, okay. right to be it number one contender, it would be yeah. them. Which is not, you know I don't know who. There's not a lot of heat. It's almost like even if they won, it just feels like, like that would just hurt the bar. Yeah, it would. And not really put over. I don't know. That, so it's not even fair. Let's stick yeah. with this list. So this is what they actually have on WWE.com. So uh, Woken Matt Hardy versus Bray Wyatt. Who do you have? Mm, see, it mi- <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Matt Hardy. I'm, I'm, going with, I'm going with Hardy, too. Okay. It, it, I'm sorry, Bray. But it, it just seems like your role is to forever lose. But then it also means what happens after this? Do they, is this going to be like a double count out kind of thing? And then they have another match at WrestleMania. That's going to not be a match at WrestleMania. And it'll be recorded and played on the video screen from the Matt Hardy compound. See, That doesn't need to happen at WrestleMania. That's, that's, that's like a, a different pay-per-view. But I'm just saying, what are the, the, yeah, I know the problem with WrestleMania is, is everybody's going to do something. And if oh, you don't you know, do something, you're going to be in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle yeah, Royal. That's true. So if yeah. they're, so it would be better for them because they'll have a spot on the show to continue it. To not really But that doesn't there, mean but... that they're going to, though. Uh, yeah, I'm going with Matt, too. I just, I wish they would do more with the, the Woken character. Well, I think and they're I building want, up to it. I want to, to move him to move towards bigger storylines and against bigger opponents which is terrible to say because he's having a match with bray wyatt mm-hmm. which should be a giant opponent but well, nobody got, really cares he got two elimination chamber qualifying matches he's still matt hardy even if he's woken or broken or whatever and i know that they're waiting for jeff to come back and they'll probably do something with that and maybe during the if they keep the brand split going split them up <sighs> sure. and put jeff on smackdown i don't know i mean i was never the biggest woken matt hardy thing when he was in tna anyway which you know mm-hmm. that I don't I, personally I just don't feel like it's that different other than where he is on the card and I don't think that that should contribute to how much you enjoy something or not I th- no 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 know. I enjoy it uh, I just want it I want him to be in bigger feuds yeah so he right now he's he's fighting Braze is the opposite of what he is yeah so it's just well they'll either end up coming together to partner together which could happen sure. Or they're going to do a final deletion like mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. They already did that with the Wyatts versus the New Day. You know that 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 seed's already been planted with the House of Horrors last year. Bray Wyatt's already kind of got that thing going for himself anyway. So that'll be the blow off. It's just is that blow off going to happen at WrestleMania, or is it going, or are they going to get that blow off at all 
until after WrestleMania season kind of thing. All right. And then uh, next on the list that WWE has on their on their list is Ronda Rousey will be signing her official contract at the Elimination Chamber. Which I don't... This comes it's in, in Vegas. This comes up to my, my, my women's pick. Mm-hmm. So It was at... It wasn't at... The show wasn't called the Elimination Chamber, I don't think, but before WrestleMania 24... They had a show where it had it was you know they've been doing elimination chambers in February since 2008 or something so that might have been the first one where it was in Vegas and Floyd Mayweather was on the front row okay and he talked to Rey Mysterio and then the Big Show showed up after being gone for a year randomly and attacked Rey Mysterio and then Floyd Mayweather ran out and attacked the Big like so what's that got to do with Ronda Rousey well it seems like it's not that big of a deal like she'll just come out and sign paperwork but don't be surprised if like the rock shows up or something no, crazy like that happens think, to set up the match see here's what i think is going to happen is ronda rousey's going to sign her contract for wwe and she's going to get put into the elimination match that night no yep. watch it's how they you you instantly put the belt on ronda rousey i think i don't i don't know how good she is in nobody terms does of but apparently word from the performance center is she's really good so. okay I mean, I, my heart was always set on a, a four horsewomen versus four. Yeah, I don't think that's thing, happening yet. So. Which that probably won't be until Survivor like Series, none or of SummerSlam, them. or Survivor yeah, Series, yeah. something like that. So I don't think you need to put the belt on. on I don't think you though. need to, but well, how just, do you have well, I mean, a match with Oscar? Isn't the rumor supposed to be it's Stephanie and Triple H versus Ronda and someone, possibly Kurt Angle possibly. or um, a Rock. You know, The Rock? Mm-hmm. Whoever is available to do it, and then it's a tag match, so it allows for her not to have to do a her lot. not to do a lot. And if it is the Rock, for the Rock not to have to do a lot either, because he's again in a tag match, which can be intergender matches, which is the whole mix max challenge. Arguably, could have been the whole point is to feel out how people, how much interest there is in that kind of stuff going forward. All right. So after the contract signing is Oscar versus Nia Jax, and as Nia Jax wins this match, she gets added to the WrestleMania match with Oscar and whoever has the belt by that time. Okay. See, that's a better explanation than how WWE has been putting it. They keep saying that if Nia Jax wins, then the main event at WrestleMania will be a triple threat. But that is assuming that Oscar chooses to face the Raw Women's Champion, mm-hmm. which I'll tell you right now, is not what's going to happen. I She's fighting so Charlotte. She's fighting Charlotte. Yeah. It's either going to be... So I'm going to pick Oscar. Also, I... I'm picking Oscar too. So. I mean... Are we going to have any difference on this? We probably won't. It's, it's okay. I'll, I'll retain my belt. You can change... You can. Well, I mean, we've got two Elimination Chambers matches, so... So, uh, the next one is the Women's Elimination Chamber match. The first what? ever Women's, Women's Elimination, Elimination Chamber, Chamber match. Uh, and I'm picking Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. Wow. Uh, just because I'm throwing away my vote. Um, but I think that's the swerve to go ahead and start getting her in there. She has to start doing something. To curve this negative reaction. Exactly. So That's fair. I think having Stephanie yell at her also could get people on her side, too. I think you're going to get happen. a lot of that anyway. Yeah. So, so, so I'm thinking she went signs her contract at night and... She instantly announces, like, well, I, I want to fight tonight. So then both chamber matches are seven-person seven person. matches. Yep. Okay. That's interesting. I was about to say, Alexa's going to... prop. It's not going to be either member of Absolution. Mandy Rose is not going to win. Even though I wouldn't mind her winning. But... Yeah. 
You're, you're already a big fan of Mandy oh, Rose. Oh, yeah. don't. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, she does have. I, I know. I've, I've seen a lot of people comparing her to Trish Stratus, or they want her to be. They want her to the be the next like that. incarnation yeah, yeah. of Trish Stratus. She. She's probably gonna be around for a while. She's got a nice look to her. I don't think Mickey James is gonna win. No. And I don't think Bailey's going to win. No. Do think it's possible that Sasha Banks could win? Agreed. I don't want her to. But I feel like it's about it's how many women's segments are they going to put on WrestleMania? Two, maybe three. Because I really like the idea of Sasha losing again or winning, but having to destroy Bailey to do it, mm-hmm. or Sasha losing mm-hmm. and then cracking and then destroying Bailey. One of the I want Sasha Banks to turn, basically murder Bailey mm-hmm. as as PG po- as possible, but to. And I think that would get a lot of sympathy for Bailey. I think the what Bailey's really been missing is CR has ba- been Sasha Banks and the crowd cheers it. Yeah. So. Well, but you know, but that's the thing is that I think if anybody see Charlotte and Bailey did not mash up as well. The, the the history of Bailey and how strong she was came from her rivalry with Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. And Sasha Banks, while I like her as a babyface, she's just such a good bad guy that I think you could do it either way. But then that would mean that that would have to be a match for the title. And if it's Sasha Banks versus Bailey, and then it's Charlotte versus Asuka, does that mean that there are no other women represented on the on the WWE? No, that's probably a card, tag, a tag team thing, like a big over the top, yeah. you know, kind of thing. And would that be an inter an inter promotional one? Because if not, then how do you get all the Raw women and yeah, all the SmackDown? They're women? definitely not doing a four. A four matches for the girls on the and that's ex- and that's with the assumption that I'm going with that Ronda Rousey won't be involved because that will be another thing because Ronda Rousey's not going to wrestle a guy she's going to wrestle another woman whether that be Stephanie McMahon or another member of the Raw roster which could be Sasha Banks or you know whoever so it's crazy that for the first time in a long time that that is a concern though it used to be that like no one cared how many women are ever on. The- the WrestleMania card at all. If two women get on there at all, and all the other ones have to sit on the sidelines, big Good for big them. deal. Yeah, yeah. But for the first time in a while, including even last year, it's like, well, they all have to be on there. Mm-hmm. They all deserve to be on there, and that's and that's I think a good sign, especially after the Royal Rumble. I think also with the momentum, you can't have the all women's Royal Rumble and then the first ever women's Elimination Chamber match, and then at WrestleMania have almost none of those same women mm-hmm. be represented. So I don't know what that means, but so, I'm gonna go with. Who you got? I'm gonna say Alexa retains. And That's I, a good choice. And I'm going to predict that if they're going to do two title matches, that it would be Nia versus Alexa. Liz. And Asuka. And Asuka versus Charlotte. Charlotte. Which I think is going to happen too, but I'm going to stick with my gut. I like that yeah. idea too. That, But that's kind of what I was trying to get at is that the middle show, while it doesn't always happen, they do really big, weird, out of nowhere kind of things that no one really sees coming at these shows. It hasn't happened recently, but that doesn't mean that it can't happen. And in the main event... Which is the men's elimination chamber <laughs> match uh-huh. uh, was the winner to face Brock Lesnar for the universal title at WrestleMania. You know what's weird about this is that Braun Strowman. We'll get to Roman in a second. Mm-hmm. Braun Strowman did his promo after winning on Raw, and conventional wisdom of, of just paying attention to WWE. The fact that he won on Raw usually means you're gonna lose that Sunday. Braun also has had three matches with Brock Lesnar in the last year, in the last six months. He had one at SummerSlam in the Fatal 4. He had a one-on-one match where he just straight-up lost. Mm-hmm. And then he had the triple threat just at the Royal Rumble. And yet still, I feel like I want Braun Strowman to fight Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. 
because he feels like because he feels like he's the man on Raw. Whoever, and that hasn't felt like that in a long time. I mean, I people they positioned Roman to be the top guy, but it's it's more like AJ Styles should be WWE champion on SmackDown because the main guy on SmackDown, regardless of what is supposed to be happening or not, is AJ, AJ Styles, Styles, and he should be champion. Same on Raw. If you have a champion, the champion of Raw, regardless of if it's the belt or not, the main guy on Raw right now is Braun Strowman. Agreed. So he should be champion. Agreed. But it's just crazy that, like, if you look at the stories of the pay-per-views and how he's lost him and all these things, it doesn't make sense for him to, to win the Elimination Chamber or for that to be the match that happens at WrestleMania, even though I, that's what I want it to be. I mean, I think the rumor is what Braun versus The Miz. The Miz, yeah. Miz isn't going to win. Um... Elias is not going to win. I think someone should interfere and set up a big match with John Cena, though. I don't know how much of a backseat John Cena's taking or not. There's still the rumor that it could be him versus The Undertaker. The only unknowns that, that like, I'm, like, I'm picking Roman, obviously. Mm-hmm. I always pick Roman for pay-per-views, and I actually, I mean, think this is an actual Roman mm-hmm. pay-per-view. But I can see swerves like Finn. Yeah. You know, like, if they really wanted to get behind Finn... I've been yeah. wanting them to do Finn versus Brock So Lesnar. this is a perfect opportunity for everybody to go, oh, well, this is a Roman one. Who cares? Oh, crap. Finn just won. Mm-hmm. Now, Finn did have the, you know, he started the Royal Rumble and then went all the way to the end. And didn't look great. Then, and he looked great, but he didn't He didn't win, but he looked great. Um, but then they didn't do that with him on Raw. And then the re- it's one of those things where I don't know how much you should give to the, the idea that Vince thinks that Finn Balor isn't over enough. I will say that on Raw, he didn't seem like he was over compared to like yeah, Seth Rollins. But, but didn't you look for a few weeks ago whenever they had the the 30th anniversary? Mm-hmm. And then and they did the Triple DX H, thing with the two sweet stuff. Yeah. Triple H, like I said on the podcast, basically did everything but put a ring on the dude's finger mm-hmm. and be like, hey, this is my guy right yeah. here. But that also means so, that that could be know. something down the line. Exactly. You can have Roman win the title and then do the big... That the first big feud is the Roman versus Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. I so really I want, know. even though um, they did it already, the Usos that teamed with Roman a few years ago is nothing compared to what it would be like to have Roman yeah, be with the Usos now. So if there's anybody that I would love to switch brands if they're not going to do the Shield again is put Roman with the current Usos yeah, and have that versus the club, not with AJ, but with Finn with them. I agree. And then they can take out the Usos and then later when Dean comes back, do the Shield versus the Like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That all writes stuff that you can do a whole year of shows just with that angle. They won't do it, but it, they could. You know, they did it when Roman won a few years ago. Roman wins and then he had all those great matches with AJ Styles. Which were some of the best matches of the year. Mm-hmm. So, uh, who do you got? Roman Reigns. Yeah. I feel like it's one of those, it doesn't make sense for it to not be that. It really doesn't. Is it, If they don't do it, what have they been doing for the past year? Well, it's just, it's alone. I, I've told people this a million, you know, not a million times, but enough over the last year, which is you can't have two people out of all the build they've done for the Undertaker streak. And there are two people that have beaten the Undertaker WrestleMania. Those two people need to fight each other at WrestleMania. Yeah. I mean, and that's Roman Reigns. Brock, Brock is not going to wrestle many more years. Nope. Brock is. This is the time to do it. It's WrestleMania. This whole year has been to reset what happened back in 2015. Anyway, yeah. They kind of stripped down Roman. They took away all of. It. They had him beat the Undertaker, give him a big momentum. They had him do that feud with Cena where they put him face to face with everybody's comparing him to, and mm-hmm. then Cena ran him down, saying all the stuff. They kind of got the cathartic 
fourth wall breakage promo where they all said everything what everybody's thinking. Then they reformed the shield so that you remember why you like Roman in the first place to build him back up to this very to this moment so he can fight Brock Lesnar again. And if this doesn't work, which I don't think it will, I think he's still going to be booed out of the building at WrestleMania. They need to just turn him heel for a week even. I don't care how long, you know, you have him heel. Just come out and run roughshod over people. That did... My favorite Roman over the past couple of years is whenever he was in that feud was Triple H. And he was just coming out and just destroying things. Yeah. And then walking away. Mm-hmm. Not saying anything. Flipping tables. Uh, yeah. Putting people through tables. And then walking away. Yeah. It lasted for three weeks. And well, he just went right back to Roman. It's because it's the same. Like, it's why the Goldberg of the last run, it was a thousand times better than the first run. Yeah. Which is that WWE, for better or for worse, I mean, it's worked a lot. They, their top babyface is the babyface built on sympathy from outside. Overcoming the odds. Everything's stacked against them and they still overcome. And while that works with a lot of people... If it's not working for Roman Reigns, the way they do is they try to give him more sympathy. But the truth is that no one's buying it because they all know that when while Vince McMahon on television saying I hate Roman, we know that he doesn't. They say that they don't want him to win, but we do. So if you just take that storyline away and just have him be the badass and like showcase why they want him to be the guy. Yeah. And not try to make you feel bad and feel like, like oh, I want you to win because you deserve it. Instead of being like, Braun, what they're doing mm-hmm. with Braun, essentially, mm-hmm. you know? They show that they can do it. So, you know, Roman will probably start the chamber. I mean, I don't know. He'll, if he comes <sighs> out last, I, feel like it'll... I don't want him to come out last. I mean, maybe somewhere in the middle, but he doesn't need to start it out. They don't need to make him last the whole entire time. That's dumb. Well, the idea is that if he wins, I always think it's weird when you win anything. It's even the Royal Rumble, like when you come out last. You know, like Finn Balor winning is so much stronger. Shinsuke Nakamura this year when he when he beat Roman, it also was so strong because Roman came out I think like number twenty eight. Mm-hmm. Nakamura came out in like the early teens. Yeah. So it wasn't just that it came down to Nakamura and Roman. It's also Nakamura's been out here a lot longer, so he's also overcoming that too. All right. Well, that is our picks for uh, Elimination Chamber. Let us know your picks on the Facebook page for Nerds of Square Circle. We'll put a link to that in the show notes page on someonenerdy.com. You can also write your uh, picks there or on our Twitter account. Uh, go ahead and uh, let us know who you think is going to win the Royal Rumble. And if you pick anybody with Roman Reigns, you are wrong. <laughs> go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Um, we'll be back next Friday with a review of the Elimination Chamber. And we have been your hosts. I am Snarf Chris. This is Sam Kiss. And we will uh, see you next week. <laughs>